Hello and welcome to Heavy Metal Magazine, the podcast. I am Leah Palmieri. And I am Brandon Columbus, and we're very happy to be back with our third episode. Third episode, wow. Third, I know. And our second magazine now. Second issue. We mm-hmm. are doing 306 today. Are you excited? I was convinced it was 307, but I, I just <laughs> had to check the uh, the cover. I always get the numbers wrong. I'm so excited. We get Swamp God issue two, Barracuda issue one, and then the standalone Nuclear Love. Nope. <laughs> Nuclear Romance. <laughs> uh, Leah's making fun of me. I've, I said the name wrong about seven times. Yeah, that's okay. Look, I'm I'm a fan of nuclear romance and nuclear love, so I think it's great. Yeah, they both it's almost interchangeable yeah. the titles. Almost. Very cute, very cute story. Um yeah, I'm excited to talk about all of them. <laughs> um too. before we get into that, since we are still a new baby podcast, mm-hmm. um make sure that you spread the word. Talk about us on social, only nice things, of course. Mm-hmm. Give us a five-star review, tell your friends, you know, all of that good stuff. It's graffiti. Do graffiti on a subway train or something. Just say, listen to the Heavy Metal Magazine podcast. Uh, well, you can tell which voice said that. It was not <laughs> mine, but I'm not going to dissuade anyone from doing so. So that's all on you. Um, and speaking of graffiti, let's, mm-hmm. before we get into this new issue, talk about what is the gnarliest thing that has happened to you this week? The gnarliest thing, which mm-hmm. I mean, I I literally, I, again, just to see how boring my life is, I wrote down, I, I had a really big hot dog. I ordered a chili cheese dog <laughs> at this restaurant and it came out like it was gigantic. It was shocking. It was like five pounds of chili, but it was like a $12 chili cheese dog. So I didn't expect the biggest thing, but I thought it was, I was just shocked. Like it was way too big of a portion for lunch. Did you eat it? Yeah, I felt really sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have good portion control. So I just kept eating the chili. I didn't even really want it anymore. Wow. Will you go back and have another one? Well, I do like the, it's Barney's Beaneries. I live like a block away, so I probably will be back. <laughs> and I usually like default to the hot dog on the menu. That's my default order at restaurants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was Look, that's pretty gnarly. We're all on a learning journey. Yours just involves <laughs> a lot of chili. <laughs> a lot of the more chili than you would know. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was That's the gnarliest sure. thing that happened to you? Um, I went on my first flight, my first post-pandemic flight. I oh, had geez. not flown. Yeah. And the man across the aisle from me died. This is a no, <laughs> Brendan. No, no. This doesn't sound gnarly at all. You ruined it. Um. This is a 90 minute flight. Mm -hmm. He before like I don't even think we had taken off yet. He had already removed his shoes and had bare feet on like the metal. Oh, that's even pre pandemic. That's not allowed. No, no pandemic. (laughs) No, no, at no point in human history should that be allowed. Like, please Mm -mm. don't be that person that's like immediately removing shoes and having bare feet anywhere in public whatsoever. That is very yeah. gross. That is actually yeah. gnarlier than him dying. Because at least that wasn't his choice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't That's his true. choice to die. But that he did is choose true. to take his stinky feet out. <laughs> this was a conscious decision. He should be arrested. I mean, I'm all for it. I'm Just all for it. Just open the yeah. exit door and toss him out. Mid-flight. I mean, yeah, I didn't make that choice. But like, if someone else had, it was like, I don't think you anyone on the flight would have argued. <laughs> no, yeah, no, exactly. we would have been like, yeah, that he committed a crime. With his gross feet. Did he keep them off the whole flight? No. He he put the shoe back on at, at one point. That's even weirder um, almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 90 minute flight. Like, I understand if you're flying to, like, Thailand. Like, I get it. Like, you're crossing yeah. an ocean. This is not crossing an ocean. There's no need for me to I, ever see your feet. Don't even give him an excuse. There's no, no, no hour flight, I don't think. Where did you fly no. to? 
I flew to Charleston, South Carolina. I've never been. So was it nice? You would love it. I feel yeah. like you would love it. Yeah, because I mean, it's like, first of all, you've said you've never been there. I promise you, some someday, mm-hmm. someone you know is going to have a bachelor party there and you will go because it's all bachelorette bachelor parties. It's kind of, I think that's everyone's doing it out there, right? It's like that yeah. or Nashville and Austin, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Yep, it's exactly that. It's great, though. It's like good food, good drinks, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful weather. So um, it's great for, you know, a little weekend getaway for sure. He, I mean, he was stretching his toes. He was ready to walk around the town. He was getting ready. This was on the way back to New York. So if you are getting ready to be barefoot in New York. No, even, even more mean, of a. Well, that's yeah. the trick, though. If you ever have jet lag, walk around grass bare feet and they say it cures it instantly. What? Yeah, I always forget to do it, though. So I, I don't have. I was going to say, OK, no. Pr- walk on the grass. But I remember it after I get back from my trip. Yeah. I've not heard this. Instant. Do- the second you it's, touch your feet, touch it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. well, what airport has grass around? No, no, no. You wait until you go to the park or something. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna need more information about this. Well, next, so. I'll, I'll get into it next time we try it. But okay, um, great. you know what? I would not like to put my feet into what? a swamp. A swamp. A swamp. Yeah. How about this swamp? Uh huh. No, definitely not this swamp. We're gonna get to Swamp God. This is chapter two. It starts uh-huh. on page forty-nine of issue three hundred six. Did you see? By the way, all three of our uh, stories are kind of they're in a row they are in a row yeah, we made so it, it really easy easy for the readers out there who are yeah. following along we talked about swamp god in episode one right mm-hmm. episode one. yeah okay so we've been waiting patiently for to talk about a this month again four weeks yeah and we and don't get these stories early no we do not we yeah we wait just like you guys out there and we were actually with bated breath on that on that note, uh-huh. we, we, before we get to this, we got to talk about the cover of oh, this yeah. issue as well, because I, I almost missed it. I went to the store and I was like, I don't see the issue. I couldn't find no. it. Is yours different? Oh, no. It's no the same. I think we have the same. There's an alt. Yeah, yeah. There's always two covers, though. Okay. And you can see the alt cover if you open the to the table of contents. And that one's really cool, too, with a knight mm, and a yes. little girl. But this one. Yeah. Did you just walk right by it, Leah? I was like staring at it and didn't even realize I was staring at it. And then, cause I was like, you know me. Yeah. I, I eventually was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so pretty. What is that? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's what I'm here for. And so, I mean, I love the colors of this. This is a beautiful cover. I wish I did a little research on uh, this guy cause his name's just Lurk, the artist. L-U-R-K. Oh. Yeah, he, he I, you know what that's cool. so f- lurking is like you know sort of like slinking around in the background yeah. this is so front and center that i feel like there's no lurking it's happening here. Lurk. this is it's kind of scary yeah. though too the guy has four arms a big mouth on his belly a hat and like with a eyes. machete yeah, yeah. there's sc- a lot happening scary stuff antlers yeah there's there's a lot going on i do here, really like the cover though maybe yeah people I do see too. it and then they have to check out the podcast that is what we can only exactly. hope for, for sure. Or maybe they're just listening to this and they're like, wow, I got to go look at that now cover. I, have to go I mean, find look, the it's cover. beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, this podcast, I believe, is more stimulating for ears and eyes. Uh-huh. But yeah, enjoy both. It's a companion. <laughs> enjoy, you know, enjoy both. Us yeah. first, though. <laughs> yeah, us first. Um, okay, let's get to Swamp God. Speaking yes. of companions, because there's a lot happening oh, yeah. in this there's a chapter of Swamp lot. God. Yeah. Well, we open with our heroes, which don't don't really come back. So we just, we see them. So we, we still have our Union soldiers are hot on the tail of the Confederates. And the Confederates mm-hmm. have made it to the Swamp Witch's lair. And boy. <laughs> they made it there. Boy, they made it there. They made it there. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they really did. 
Were you shocked? No. No? No. Just turning no. pages. Every page was another uh, revelation for me. I was not shocked. No. Because do you know why? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Look, not to generalize. Mm-hmm. But of course, of course, they fell for it. These uh-huh. dumb, dummy men. Of course, they fell <laughs> I mean, for it. I mean, I so, will admit, I, I, there's no disagreement on my end, Leah. <laughs> I one of the the um, frames that I want to talk about yes. is at the bottom of page fifty. Look at this frog here. Even the frog is oh. running away. The frog knows that. <laughs> no, like the frog knows. See, that's <laughs> so a good spot. About to go down. It's like, it's yeah, sprinting away. Yeah, it's like, uh oh. Yeah, <laughs> good luck, bros. <laughs> yeah. Like the frog knows what's up. So, they procreate uh and then she turns into an old hag and then the confederates fill her with lead they shoot her a bunch of times and kick her body into the swamp and so spawns a swamp monster is it her or is it her son i think it's her you think it's her i because i wasn't sure if it was like a quick impregnation deal or that's her so yeah so they basically want her to cast a spell and she's like yes. well before i cast a spell i'm gonna need some of that seed mm. and they she all literally uses the word seed too yeah <laughs> seed honestly when i was just thinking of how do i explain this that's the only word i feel comfortable using right now <laughs> that's, yeah, that's me too I, I, as, as well I'm it's the only podcast. i'm not gonna say any other words but he nope she wanted everything to be filled else with confederate seed it, everything else is either crude or uh, medical, and mm. I don't feel as though I should be using any of those other words. So she says seed. We'll go with that. They had to choose one of the Confederates to, to sleep with her, and they chose like kind of the young guy, which he says later on he wished he never did it because mid-coitus, she turned into a, a, a very scary woman. Well, she turned into, yeah, a whole other being. I mean, look, you know, the other thing before we get... I was going to say, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, we've already gone there. One of the non-sexual things I would like Mm. to point out is her pipe that she has. Because I don't think we talked about that last time, but it's a very cool pipe that she's smoking out of. Yeah, she was smoking. I checked back. She's always smoking out of her pipe. It's like probably herbs and uh, some medicine. Well, also, I don't think they had like e-cigarettes during (laughs) Confederate times. Yeah. I'm actually positive they didn't. (laughs) Are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Damn sure, I think. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have apes. So, but I like that um, this pipe situation. She's definitely like the cool, the cool witch. Like, there's not, there's probably lamer witches. She's very cool. Very cool. Look, mm. she's a lady. She knows what she wants. She's got a plan. Um, you know, she gets down to business. This guy is just. Well, it's kind of rude that they shoot her. Do you think if they didn't kind shoot of her? Rude. It's very rude. But do you think it's more like the monkey's paw? Like, no matter what, this was going to happen. Like, this was this is kind of part of the spell. Like, she knew they would do this so she could enact revenge. You know, you ask a lot. Of, that's a good question. Mm. I don't, you know, part of me thinks, no, she has not thought that far ahead. Yeah. Like, we're talking a very, like, fate, you know. Yes, like, I was like, destiny. to be yeah. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Part of me thinks she hasn't thought that far ahead that this was not a specific plan that mm-hmm. she had. Um, but I believe that, yeah, I mean, is it fate that she was going, that this like swamp monster was going to be? Yes, I believe that that is fate, but I don't know that we knew the exact steps of how that would happen. I think maybe when she turned herself into the scary old witch, um, which is very scary on page 57, when she goes, give me what I need. And then I think at that point, she know, I think she might be baiting them to shoot her. 
You think she wanted bullets instead of I seed? think. I think she wanted both to create this ultimate form. Now I don't know who she's going to go after. The Confederates or the Union people. I don't know. Oh. Confederates, they did that. Here's, but, okay, so here's the thing yeah. that I would say. Is that she doesn't ultimately get the seed because I believe that their romp is oh, terminated. Oh, short. I think so. Don't you think? Oh, no, no, no. Look at 57. He goes, in like this middle panel. I think, but I think that's... Is that, but is that a reaction to his body or her body? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's either one. I think that's it because he's biting his There's lower a... lip for some reason. I, mean, I don't know that I need a <laughs> like panel. more graphic... Like, I don't need a more graphic frame of like exactly what happened here. But I do have questions. I, I, okay. Because... <laughs> yes. She turns before she gets what she wants. Uh-huh. As Because there was the point of no return, I, I think... And then, and then they shoot her to death, and she yeah. comes, and then, so, okay, so she falls in the lake, all bloodied up, and she comes back as the minotaur, swamp minotaur or something. She looks like a big bull with horns. Uh, it's a less sexy version of herself, I De- will most give her that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Like, probably the opposite of that. Yeah, I mean, like, no, no discernible boobs or butts <laughs> happening here. No, or clothing. Yeah, or pipe. Yeah, again, but now where do the Union soldiers factor into this? They should, if, if they knew about this, they could just leave and let her finish off the Confederates. Well, if they're smart, that's what they'll do. Yeah. But I don't know that they will because I feel like we're only on Chapter 2, so... Yeah, we have 10 more issues. So I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's probably storytelling-wise the best decision to make. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this swamp monster is like... He's a scary one. The detail on this, we should talk about. Yeah, like oh, I feel like I great, can yeah. tell how sticky it is. Mm. Like, this is a sticky beast. Lots of tendons. Great last page, though. So, is it. Yeah. In, in uh, conclusion of our bet, was she evil? Ooh, this is going to be a discussion now. Right? I mean, I lean towards no, absolutely not. Not yet. Not until they gave her a reason to be. She did. Yeah, but she looks like she was going to consort with these Confederates. Unless this was her plan. So, it's it's. She, consort, yes, but I think she just wanted the seed for mm-hmm. her own being. Oh, you think? Yeah, there's no way she wouldn't trick. She was going to trick them one way or another. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she. I think she. Yeah, I think if she got what she wanted, mm-hmm. I don't know that she would have actually helped them. Like, I think she just was like, okay, I'm all set. Bye. All right, so we're, we're okay. Bet's still open. I'm saying we don't know yet until <laughs> we find that out. Means you would have lost. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's still open. It's still up in the air. I believe because we're gonna, uh, we'll find out one day if the swamp witch was nice. I'm going to call the the writer of this, Ron Mart Arts, very famous comic book writer too. I think his first heavy metal submission though. Oh really? Yeah, he's been working um, forever. Hmm, interesting. And yeah, shout out to Armitano, who mm-hmm. we talked about last time, because that's just a great name, um, who's the <laughs> artist. And Werner Sanchez did the colors. The colors are very beautiful Colors are here great. Too. I really yeah. like them. Gross. Good shading, though. I like the beginning, you know, the very um, front page of it. Like, the water is so pretty. I love a nice little wall- a sunset. watercolor moment. It looks like moment, watercolor, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you wouldn't shoot the... Uh, you said it tasted like chicken, too. They're, they're about to shoot a crocodile and eat it. And uh, Leah had one once and said they taste like chicken as well. Just a bite of it, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> that is true. an accurate description. Yeah, not like a whole one. It's not as big as their hot dog that you got. <laughs> no, jeez. I hope not. <laughs> An alligator dog. <laughs> That's something. No. Yeah, no. I think it would be pretty hard to cut up an uh, alligator. Like, if, if I hunted one, I, I think it would take me a while to make, like, a... I don't know which part is edible. 
Just the inside the tail? meat. It's not like a lobster where the tail's the best part. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know yeah, what part. I don't know what part it came from. I don't think I ever want to know. <laughs> I don't, I don't also, I so wonder either. what you do with the skin. Like the skin is basically like a pineapple skin. You yeah, know? it'd be hard to hard to crack through. Yeah, I will say this too. From what I remember, it was similar to the consistency of chicken. Of chicken. Like, but I feel like you look at a crocodile and you're like, that looks chewy. I don't remember it being like chewy. It's almost grosser that it's not chewy. <laughs> it's like that's like if Chewy would make sense because they're like muscular yeah. dinosaurs. But does that mean like a T Rex was pretty juicy too, like easy to eat? You yeah. know, I've not tasted T Rex. I know someone who might have in our next comic, uh, Mister <laughs> Detective Barracuda, might have tasted T Rex. It's true. It is true. But before we get to Barracuda, yes. we're going to take a quick break, and oh, we'll be right back. I promise. back with barracuda number one who um this one was even though it's not a fantasy uh comic or we'll we'll get to that maybe one of the crazier comics we've covered um absolutely didn't know there's a lot going on a lot going on but we should start that guess what page this starts on a very appropriate page 69 yes correct (laughs) easy one Uh, (laughs) and look they must have known that this was going to be on page 69. They, mu- they must have. Because it starts with a sex scene. And this also starts with one of a thing that we both enjoy, a cold open. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm shocked because uh, once again, I turned to the wrong page and then I had to go back because I recognized the car. But I love the cold open sometimes. It's exciting. I don't even know what I'm getting into. Uh, well, we know what he's getting into. <laughs> we, we do. From the first this, poor, this poor lady. Yeah. I know. So he, he knocked her up. He He's a dirty cop. He goes and drives off, and that's how he had his daughter. So now yep. we have a split time uh, story between 1976 and present day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to tell you, yeah. before we even got to the page that had the name of it on it, Barracuda, yes. I was already casting this movie. Like, I need this to be a who movie. Who did you have in there? Do you know who I had? It's... it. I'll tell you, it did change a little bit okay. towards the end. Now seeing what this character mm-hmm. really is and has to do. But f- right off the bat, I was casting Glenn Powell. Oh, I love Glenn Powell. Big fan yeah. of Glenn Powell. Yeah. Everybody wants Love some. him. Yeah. Love him. And I feel like he always plays these um, really likable characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he has some depth and some grit to him that Ooh, I would. Give him a little range. Yeah. Yeah, and so I would be interested to see him in this what is has to be an eventual movie. As as the dirtiest cop who who's yeah. ever he, he probably will be a movie because this is this story is insane. I mean, he goes from yeah. well, there's there's everything you could want in a comic, right? There is a what time, well, I don't want to give that away, but there's sex, corruption, violence. Uh, yep. but he has a sex addiction, a violence addiction. He's addicted to cocaine. This yep. this is maybe the worst cop who's ever lived. Knows how to have a good time. Oh, yeah. He does know how to have a good time. With his yeah. partner, too. They were kind of like secret lovers. And then the, the guy goes, hey, in the 70s, everyone was gay once or twice. <laughs> like, there were some I wild mean, lines in there. <laughs> I was like, well, I've got a lot of questions for a lot of people now. <laughs> I'm going to ask, actually, to get into this man's time-traveling car and go back to the 70s. Because it looks fun. <laughs> so much for not giving that away. <laughs> 
there goes there goes my big surprise. Were you shocked, Leah? Out of nowhere, a, a car comes out of uh, the past. Yes, I was shocked because I really thought that we were um, dealing with one timeline here. I didn't I know did. that we were dealing with multiple. And so, look, I love the um, sort of karma, I guess mm. we can call it, of the fact that this daughter that he has yes. is now a detective and she's working for the police department. I like that. She- and she's a good cop. Oh, the yeah, best. The best cop. She's got those questions and she's getting those answers. Apple fell very far from the tree. Well, we don't know yet because, look, he was also a cop. He was a dirty cop. So she is a cop. So it's like the apple is still from the same tree. Mm. It's just like, is it going to fall in a puddle or is it going to fall in a patch of grass? That's that's actually a very good point. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. hopefully it looks like patch of grass so far, but he seems to have had a change of heart a bit, too. Did he? <laughs> I guess we'll see. He seems like the worst father you could ever have. But um, Oh, for sure. I did a little sleuthing. Leah, oh, you did? And this is pretty... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was cause curious, right? Because we get mm-hmm. July 3rd, uh, 2021 is when mm-hmm. the present story takes place, right? And he mm-hmm. goes missing July 4th, 1976, which is the 200th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. Oh. So if we go to page... What is it? Uh, 76, where you see the Twin Towers and all the boats in the harbor. That mm-hmm. actually happened in New York. So that was like the that uh, old boat right there was the USS Constitution. George Washington named the boat. So this was a oh. big event. So I'm thinking it's going to have to tie in with the 4th of July and what's going on here. Were there drugs on the boat? I Well, maybe. Maybe that's what Boston Tea Party actually was. They were just kicking like black tar heroin into the Boston Harbor. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, no. We're rewriting history <laughs> rewriting here today. This guy would. Do you see the terrorists, by the way? I love their style. Black turtlenecks, black pants, and they're like around a golden coffin. When you come through New York, you yeah. have to dress like a New Yorker. And that is all black everything. It's all black everything? I'm going to have yeah. to change when I go out there. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do in New York. We wear a lot of black here. We keep it very simple, very professional, sophisticated. That's what they look like. With guns. Oh, yeah, we don't have that, though. (laughs) No, they they have a lot of guns. These guys uh, look evil, though. So he's going to go after this boat, try to get to the bottom of it, and somehow ends up in a time-traveling electric car. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's weird. Like, if you were going to time-travel... You know, here's one thing. I'm bad at remembering where I park in a parking lot. Ooh. So I do, you know, like I, I understand. Remember what year you parked in? I've not parked in a parking lot for many years, yeah. but I am bad at remembering where I have parked when I have. So I would imagine if I was time traveling, I would want a very distinguishable car. But at the same time, if I'm like trying to move stealthily through the different years, would I want a bright neon green car? <laughs> With big that's dice drawing in a lot of attention. Yeah. This yeah. is not a car you forget if it drives by. No. And so, like, you know, am I going to remember it from 1976 to 2021? No, probably not. I can't remember every car I've ever looked at in my life. I can't. That is a long time. <laughs> yeah. But... You know, this one is such a specific car. He could be sort of like. Well, if it's driving around Mesopotamia and like in with or with the pyramids, if he went back that far, it would be very obvious. I mean, any car, any car would be pretty obvious. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Back then. True. True. (laughs) And again, you can't have a you can't have a 1976 car 
I mean, you can't have a 2021 car in 1976, but you can have a 1976 in, in 2021. 2021. Yeah. Yes. That, no, that's a good point. I wonder if he's just between these two times. Do you think he could uh, travel any other time? Uh, well, I think since this is only chapter one, yes, he can travel into a lot of different times. Yes. Uh, I hope so. I want to see this yeah. dirty cop, like, you know, fight Napoleon or something. Well, well you mentioned George Washington. Like, I Ooh. wonder if he was, like, at the start of the country, you know? Like, maybe he went back oh. to, like, yeah. And so that's why... Because we are on the time period. So that's why he's back. Maybe yeah, he's, he's like Nick Cage yeah. after the original Constitution. It's like National Treasure 3. Whoa. Yeah. I mean... Is it, this I Nick Cage could play him now. Uh, well. He's the dirtiest coke cop. This is the first role that both Glenn Powell and Nick Cage are competing for. Um, you know, and hopefully last. Yeah, look, could, um, could he's got a real blonde '70s hairdo? Just dye it. Um, yeah, and he's got real '70s outfit on. We've got to, you know, let's be aware. Oh, of I that thought too. the Which, outfits were know. cool in this, in the whole thing, because the, the time period was reflected through the outfits. You know, even his partner—they look like Miami Vice when they're walking around. They do. He's also got a very 70s shirt on, a Keep on Lovin' t-shirt Keep that is tight lovin'. as all hell. Yeah. It is maybe the tightest t-shirt I've... And we've seen like actual uh, space suits on the podcast before, but this is the tightest yeah. shirt yet. Oh, yeah. Like we've <laughs> talked about like lycra, you know, polyester. Yeah. This is... I mean, those biceps are just about to rip right on through <laughs> this shirt. That's for sure. Too bad he's such a bad guy because I'm sure his ladies would have loved him. Well, clearly, I mean, clearly, like they did love him. That's He's the why only we have person our... in the history of the universe that he ha- goes to a prostitute and she had to pay him. Yeah, <laughs> like he got it all. He's he's not a nice guy. <laughs> not a nice guy, but also I feel like she did the transaction wrong. Like, aren't you supposed <laughs> to get your money first? Like, why? Well, well, yeah, that's that's a very good point. That's um, a message to all the ladies out there: get your money. Get first. your money first before you yeah. uh, do business with a time traveling cocaine cop. We should also note, too, that when he's there with his buddy in the bar, that he is drinking one of those. Um, it's not oh. a fishbowl drink, but it <laughs> looks like it's that. kind of in a coconut. It looks like one of those drinks that's in a coconut. Like, it's definitely a frosé, I think, which I didn't know they had frosé then. I would almost say it's a it's a personal fishbowl. Yeah, it looks delicious. Yeah, it might just be like a giant, like a giant, like a tiki drink. Yeah, it's like a tiki drink with one straw. Like, this man knows how to live life. I, I know he's bad. He's bad, but he makes good decisions. Is he's the in thing. pretty good shape for uh, for all the alcohol he's drinking, too. He's in really good shape. I mean, look, he's time travel maybe keeps you slim. I don't know. That's a good point. And, you know, look, he's, he's having hookups. That gets your heart rate up. That's good. He is doing cocaine, which is... He's running from people. So, you know, he's getting Taking that cardio in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Everyone was yeah. kind of grumpy in the comic, too. Not oh, everybody's grumpy in this. Really grumpy, yeah. I was reading and I got kind of agitated. We got some grudge bots on our hands Lots here, of grudge bots, sure. just yeah. stuff. Like the, the, yeah. the boss, yeah, even the when she was talking to the boss, he, he was a grumpy guy, too. I was nervous that the boss was this guy grown up. Like, Ooh. I was like, maybe this is him. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, don't even worry about it. And it's like, that's because oh, it's a you, good bro. call. Mm-hmm. I would have liked that too, but yeah. we went the we went the heavy metal route, and there's now there's time travel, so we're all very excited to see where this heads. Because the boss's arms are bulging as well, so I didn't know if we were just distinguishing people by biceps. <laughs> Actually, every man in this comic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every man in this comic is bulging biceps. Like, what was happening to sleeves? 
I don't know. They just I, uh, the sleeve companies must have been in distress over this one. <laughs> <laughs> I I like the daughter though, and I I want to know more about her. Well, I want to see where this case goes because um, right now we don't really know. She was just after her father, but he is on the case of something else, and we don't know what that is yet. And she's sort of opened up a whole can of worms. As well. I mean, so I don't she's know. On the job. I don't know if it's yeah, if it's every July Fourth he comes back or well, I guess we'll find out. Very intrigued by this one though. I, yeah, very me too. Into it. I, I like yeah. this one a lot. I thought it was very fun. Yeah, very into it, and mm. I'm excited to see where it goes from here. So we'll have to wait until three oh seven. Great. Now we have to wait another month, Leah. So that stinks. Well, you know what doesn't stink is what? we have so much more to get Uh-oh. to before then. Not only um. In this episode, we still have one more that we're going to talk about today. But then next week, we still are going to be on issue 306. So we're going to pick a chunk more. I mean, look, we've not even talked about Savage Circus yet. Oh, I know. And by the way, we are giving people two episodes per magazine. We're like, we're giving away for free, practically. We're giving them so much value. I got to say, too, mm. I only did a very brief thumbing through of this issue, and there, there's so much to talk about. I and thought look this at. one was one of the wilder issues mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. I think the cover was. There's a, there is a lot. It's a good cover because it's like, I think that it um, sort of captures exactly how much is going on. Ex- oh, exactly. As well. But it also yeah. tricks you to think it's going to be a little maybe cartoony, family friendly. Nope. Not no, no, close. no. Speaking of family friendly, oh, yes. when we come back, we are going to be discussing nuclear romance. Ooh. It's not a Lady Gaga song, even though it sounds like it might be. <laughs> That's it's true. In this issue, <laughs> yeah, it's in this issue, and we're going to discuss it right after this. And we're back with Nuclear Romance, story by Stefano Cardoselli, colors by Pantarea, uh, and letter by Bram Meehan. And we, we have two editors, too, uh, Molinari, or maybe just one guy with uh, three <laughs> yeah, names. Just one. <laughs> you <laughs> once again, I, 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 am not, I have not gotten used to it, that people have three names occasionally. <laughs> Do you have a middle name? Clark. Oh, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So I'd be Brendan Clark Columbus. Do you ever, does anyone ever call you by your middle name? No, my uncle and my, I have an uncle named Clark, my grandpa's named Clark. So I think my oh, mom was the like, they're like, name your son Clark. And she's like, well, maybe just the middle name. That that works. Yeah, though. exactly. Like, I'm pretty That's glad. Enough. Yeah, Clark, yeah. Clark Columbus. It's a little too gruff. <laughs> yeah, you are in not a Clark. Leah, what's your middle name? Um, well, let me just tell Uh-oh. you. I had it first. It's Leah Michelle. Wait, like uh, Leah Michelle? Uh oh. Yeah. And you did have yeah. it first. Wow. I did have it first. So they stole yeah. it from you. She stole it. Wow. But you know what? Look, we'll, we'll support fellow Leah Michelles. <laughs> Leah Michelle Palmieri. Yeah. Well, if, you, if that said that, I'd be like, okay, so Leah Michelle wrote this and Palmieri helped her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's how that you would what, read it. That yeah. is how I've been reading them. Um, so, guys, we got this maybe the shortest story we've ever covered. Mm-hmm. I instantly sent this over to Leah because I was like, the first page, I love these birds. I was like, I bet you, I bet that you picked this because you were like, Leah's going to like this one. <laughs> I, also, selfishly, I, I really like these big, they, they have big, cute eyes. They're just, they, they just seem very cute to me. This is on page 63. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, wait, are you have you a, a very popular thing of the last years? People have gotten into birding. Have you done that? Too? I definitely have not. That sounds you have pretty not. boring to me, Leah. No, <laughs> just, I see enough birds all the time. I could walk down the street and see a bird. Like it could be do like a side activity them? as I walk, like to, to go bowl. I know, but are, <laughs> like oh, I'm going bowling. Oh. I can get my birding in for the day on my walk to the bowling alley. Okay, but are you, but it's not just like there's a bird. It's like appreciating, <laughs> looking at the beauty of the birds, spotting them, looking up the species. Like it's like you know paying attention, not just like whoa birds. I could, I mean, yeah, that seems. I, you, do you have to carry a guidebook around? I don't know birds. It seems like there's a lot of studying to get into that hobby. No, there's not a lot of <laughs> studying. I, I should be clear. I am not a birder I, myself. Okay, I was about to say, it kind of sounds like you're a birder. I'm not a birder, but I have friends that are, mm. and I have a, an appreciation for it, and I will definitely pay attention. In New York, do they just go, oh, that's a pigeon. That's another pigeon over there, and that's no, a pigeon. No, no. <laughs> We've had beautiful rare birds in Central Park this year. Oh, beautiful of, birds. Because of COVID? So less people, well, so they come in? I think it's a lot of things. Yeah. Um, less, the lights are not on in the buildings oh. as much, and so it has affected nature. Um, you know, look... Our tourism is down. Our birding is up. I don't know how else to to put it. Um, There are less people in the park. So, yeah, maybe there are more birds in the park. Have you seen any cool birds? Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful red bird the other Mm -hmm. day. I also have a friend on Instagram who will feed the birds. He'll put the seeds in his hand and the bird comes and sits down and pecks at the seeds in his hand. It's beautiful. Good way to catch birds. Well, he doesn't want yeah. to catch them. He just wants to feed them. But also, <laughs> do you know, have yeah, have you seen Spencer Pratt from the hills? He feeds the hummingbirds. Have oh, you seen he's this? obsessed with his hummingbirds. Of course. I love Pratt. Obsessed with <laughs> he's, them. He's a wild it's man. beautiful. He <laughs> feeds the hummingbirds. Don't they just drink like sugar water, basically? I he holds so. it for them. Just, they come sit on his hand and they drink it. I mean, it's just like a wonderful connection with nature. See, now you've convinced. Maybe I saw a, uh, a hawk eating a squirrel the other day. And that was no. pretty cool. That was cool. <laughs> Maybe that was the gnarliest thing that happened to me. I was going to say, I I am all for the the circle of life. I get Mm -hmm. it. And squirrels, let me tell you. You don't like squirrels? This this time last year, the squirrels were on one. They were so wild. They ran the town because nobody was out. What did they do? They were... They were the ballsiest they've ever been in their life. They were just like crossing the street, eating all the garbage. It's one of the things from this past year I will mm. never forget, which is how crazy the squirrels went. They were balling. Never forget or forgive. They mostly left me alone, but I will say they let me walk closer to them than they ever have before. Like they don't give an F. They are just like, what? That's, that, I mean, yeah, because what are you going to do? I'm not, I would be, if a squirrel attacked me, I'd probably just run. I am more scared of them than they are of me. Yeah, oh, for completely. <laughs> yeah. Have you, do you have squirrels in Savage Circus? Um, I, I, uh, raccoons, which are big squirrels. Technically, <laughs> sure. just scientifically. Sure. Yeah. They're like, you know, similar, yeah, similar we try family. To trash. Okay. No, squirrels would yeah. be cool. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to add that in Savage Circus to squirrel attack. Squirrels <laughs> can do a lot. They're no, fast. There's a lot of them too. Yeah, I'd be scared. They could probably eat someone. Yeah. Anyway, no squirrels in nuclear romance, but we should talk about um, the birds are cute, and also we should talk about... Is the birds... The bird's not a robot, is it? No, I don't think the bird is a robot. Okay. I was just... Because he's so... Yeah. I I was... Because he's so obsessed with this rose at the end. Um, Again, I just... It's like saying Rosebud at the beginning of Citizen Kane. I've ruined two comics in a row now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's like like that is a living thing. 
Two down, so many more to go. <laughs> this is just the beginning of you ruining comics, I promise. All right, Leah, I'm not 100% sure. I have a couple theories about this one. Okay. Um, from what I take it, uh, he's a robot. He doesn't mm-hmm. remember why he was made. His name's on the side of his head. He's walking around. It looks around. like he has a hockey jersey on. That's what I thought, too. I thought jersey? it was a hockey jersey. Okay. Yeah, I had the same yeah, idea. Okay. He's it, made of uh, mechanical parts. Definitely yeah. a robot. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not human, this guy. His name is Johnny Williams III. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what his father called that's, him. Yeah. Which, like, does that refer to anything? I don't know. I tried to do a little research there. I couldn't find anyone named Johnny Williams okay. III. But, um... He's walking through post-apocalyptic Earth. He sees everything mm-hmm. the humans made, and then he finds what he was looking for, a rose. But where's the rose, Leah? The rose <sighs> comes out of a mountain of bodies. A mountain. Not even not even a hill. A mountain no, of dead a bodies. a mountain of bodies. With bullet holes, blood. I see one guy's brains there. It's not a beautiful mountain. No. But the rose is beautiful. The rose is beautiful. So imagine what had to happen for the rose to peek out of the top of this death mountain. And good fertilizer. True. I mean, they have the bodies have not even decomposed yet, so it's Oh, like, this is pretty recent, it's pretty I guess. Pretty impressive. Even though everything's so uh huh, interesting. There's a lot happening. Like it looks kind of like you see what's happening around here. It looks like funfetti in the sky almost. And yeah. funfetti is my favorite kind of cake, but this I feels love like funfetti. Yeah, Girl. I mean, it's unbeatable. I think it's a, unbeatable. Yeah, it's wildly just like the bo- from the box, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus funfetti frosting, oh, too. Oh, duh. Like, you gotta have the chunks in there. I don't yeah. like, I'm not a big chocolate guy, so I always go, Fair. I lean towards vanilla and uh, funfetti and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, by far the best cake flavor. Funfetti is for sure the best. But I don't think this is funfetti. This seems to be more... This is not blood. funfetti. This is more brain chunks or rose petals. You know, that I couldn't tell, but it, it's it's clearly debris. You know debris what I mean? It's, of, it's yeah. not, yeah, it's not good debris, but it's definitely debris. Um... And yeah, you know, I love this. And my note that I wrote was, mm. I love it, but I don't get it. Because mm. I know that I love it because also hope is a theme throughout. And he has hope. And yes. I always love that. Um, and he keeps traveling and he finds a rose. And that is beautiful. And he's got his bird friend. But. But obviously it comes at a price. Who made this mound? And what, what did our robot forget? And why is he the only one left? I have some some dark notions on this guy. You do? Whoa, so he's been waiting for this rose out of this... Those bodies didn't get there themselves, and he's the only living You think thing. he did it? And he maybe forgot about it. I think maybe the robot uprising killed all these people, and he's the, like the last one. And he, Do you think the bird knows, though? <laughs> would the bird still be his friend? I, well, he's birding, so I hope so. <laughs> well, that's but why the bird not- likes him so much. He's like, these uh, annoying New Yorkers were taking pictures of me all the time. Like, thank he's you for killing them all. <laughs> yeah. No, so yeah. So I think there could be a darker implication here. I'm not positive. I think it's very up for interpretation. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that we all interpret it, it certainly says a lot about us. It's oh. basically the ending of Sopranos. <laughs> oh, which I just finished for the second time again. Oh, Which, you did? Oh, yeah. And what do you think happens at the end of Sopranos? I don't know, Leah. I mean, I went into the rabbit hole there. I thought Polly Walnuts <laughs> was a little too relaxed during the gang war. I think... I, I don't know who set him up. I, I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure the guy in the members-only jacket probably shot Tone. But I don't know. Wow. What do you think? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I again, I try to look at things in a in a much more like hopeful way, like same with the end of Inception too. Oh, of like I'm just like 
I look at things as they worked out. And so I think that this robot, Johnny Williams III, also looks at things as they worked out. And so even if you think he murdered a mountain of people, I still think to make it worked a rose. out. Cause, yeah, he got a rose. I mean, look, we shouldn't be harming others for just our own needs by any means. <laughs> but this is we're getting deep. We're getting as deep as this mountain. He does say um, building all these structures and all these cities hurt the planet. So he yeah. has a care for the planet already. Yes. So maybe, you know, these people that hurt the planet, he brings them all together to uh, grow a flower. I don't think he's guilty. You, I think he's You're saying not I think guilty. he's, yeah, I think he's an environmentalist. He's a nature lover. He's got a friend. Like, I like to think the best for, for Johnny Williams. Do you think if we reached out to Stefano here, who wrote mm-hmm. it and did the art, would they reveal uh, what what happened? I don't know. Sometimes um, sometimes writers are very like uh, they want it to be left up in the air, but maybe we can get Steph. No, I'll, I'll give I'll shoot him an email and see if we can get the answer for next episode. OK, great. I actually just watched a film called Together Together. I don't know if you've heard what, of which this. Which one is that? It has Ed, Ed Helms? Helms and Patty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. see it yet. OK, um, I won't spoil it. OK. Unlike you, I won't spoil it. <laughs> But the ending has a, um, I mean, it's a very definitive ending. Yes. But people also wonder what happens after the last shot. Exactly. And so it did make me think of that a little bit. Um, And so if you haven't seen Together Together, I do recommend watching it. It's a very sweet film. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very nice. Excellent performances. Maybe you should watch it. Um, Yes. I always think you should watch it. A lot of romance movies end with kind of the up in the air ending. Like you it's have a different graduate. kind of romance. Yeah. Oh, it's a different it's kind of romance. It's not a romance that you th- that you think. Huh. It's not a nuclear romance. It's not a nuclear we romance. put it that way. It's different than you think. It's a it's a different kind of love story that I promise you you've never seen before. Okay. And um yeah, it's um it'll make your heart feel nice though and it will give you hope. Yeah. Well, I'm going to watch it and decide definitively what happens. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm going to make the great. final call. No, I I mean the, the thing is, yeah, look, like what you see enough to know like what happens but it's just then it makes you think about the future period i'm very excited now we'll end it there before i spoil anything (laughs) before before you give away the whole ending like Mm -hmm. i would yeah well i feel bad maybe there's a female robot out there or another male robot or i don't even know if oh this guy is a man because his name is john he needs a friend well, yeah, I mean, just a one bird is not going to cut it as far as the friend department goes like well he gets two by the end right or no yeah he gets two I think. And then one Where? leaves. Oh, he gets two for like a, a second. Two birds is not enough friends. <laughs> two birds. Can two they, birds can, is not enough I'm friends. not even sure if Johnny can talk. He's just wandering around looking for roses. I don't know. Do you think the bird understands him, though? It's kind of a sad <laughs> life. How did we go from, there's, this is about hope, this is a beautiful story, too. Well, now we're depressed. Now just a robot that can't talk finding roses out of dead bodies. Uh, Stefano's really going to have to help us out with this one. Yeah, Stefano, we need you. Oh man, I yeah, I really like the art though in this too, and the story was fun. I enjoyed this completely. I love this, and I would like to see more of this world too, if possible. Same. I, this feels like the kind of thing where I would actually cut this out of the magazine and frame it because mm-hmm. I do think it looks nice and it would make especially some cool the one, art, yeah, you know? the one frame with the hockey. I mean, I would want the bird in it though. Yeah. I, well, the birds are only tiny in that. That first page is really cute. Yeah, I want the bird in it, because I like the bird. And I like the rose, too, so maybe we can find... I don't want the dead bodies, though, so... <laughs> maybe you can do, like, a little uh, like a little collage. 
I'm gonna need a commission. This, so can you change yeah. the dead bodies into more roses, yeah. please? I've got some notes for Stefano. You tell us what it's about, and I'll tell you how to make it better. Exactly, Stefano, make it much happier. Less bodies, if possible. More birds, yeah. And uh, just as hopeful uh, as this comic is, all our listeners are hopeful for next week's episode because we have to leave now. <laughs> You speak the truth, Brendan. You speak Sadly. the truth. But before you leave, uh-huh. um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Tell your friends about this podcast. Five stars on iTunes. Yeah, five stars. I'm going to keep track of how many people reviewed it. And if there's not more next week, I'm just going to be silent the entire podcast. And you guys will have to listen to silence. Honestly, that sounds like Johnny Williams the Third, And it doesn't <laughs> sound like a good, hopeful way to spend your time is what I would With say With bribery to that, and yes. extortion. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening, and please rate. Join us next time because we have so much more from issue 306 of Heavy Metal Magazine that we have to discuss, including Brendan's own Savage Ooh. Circus. We are going to. Is this the one with the bugs? Are we going to no, see the bugs? No, there's no. I'm, I, oh, I messed up. It. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, I still haven't seen the bugs. So I'm very excited. Okay. Now, this is just more wolves. So maybe we can okay. even. We might even pass Savage and just tell you guys to read it on your own. Wow. <laughs> so you're going to have to tune in to find out if we, if we talk about it briefly or just. Absolutely ignore it. it. Can't wait to find out. Yep. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening. I've been Leah Palmieri. And I'm Brennan Columbus. This episode is produced by Rob Schulte. And edited by Jeremy Siegel. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The end.